Brothers, always follow your intuition. Always. You know, I know listening to our five senses is very important. It is. We have the five senses for a reason. They're very important. They will protect us from the seen and unseen. But that sixth sense is your intuition. And you got to listen to it. That's the spirit in you. That's the God in you. And that's gonna, that's gonna protect you when uh, your five senses may betray you or fail you, uh, because your five senses can also be inspired or led by emotion, right? And that sixth sense, your intuition, the God in you, the spirit in you, is gonna protect you when, when, like I said, your five senses may fail you or will fail you. A uh, quick story, a few years ago, man, I would say maybe, mm, maybe, maybe five years ago, yeah, maybe five years ago, four or five years ago, I, uh, I came into partnership with some ladies, with two ladies that I did not know uh, over a club, a lounge, a small lounge. Uh, nice, swanky, cozy, intimate lounge uh, with a kitchen, um, nice space, nice square footage, uh, nice patio. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was nice, man. It was nice. Um, and I'm going to tell you how this all began. Um, the wife and I, Yaya and I used to go to this place. Man, I cannot remember the name of it. But anyway, we used to go to this restaurant and get the oxtail. It was a Jamaican restaurant, and uh, we used to get, get the oxtail. And man, they had some of the best oxtail. Very tender, uh, braised just right. And uh, man, the meat just would, would just fall off the bone. Man, we, we love these oxtail. And we would just go uh, to this restaurant for the oxtail. Uh, on the weekends, you know, I heard they would turn into like a club type environment, but we, we never went there. We always went like during the day or as soon as they opened to get the oxtail and then we were out. Uh, we loved the oxtail. I mean, I actually put her on to the oxtail. And so that's why we would go to this restaurant. Now, we wouldn't go to the, we didn't go to this restaurant for some time at one point, maybe a year or so, maybe, uh, but we decided, hey, we want some oxtail, so we're going to go to the to the Jamaican spot. We went to the Jamaican spot. I had the oxtail, and it wasn't the same, man. It just it was uh wasn't tender. Didn't fall off the bone like it used to. Uh, didn't have the same taste of gravy. It just was not the same. So man, I I uh, got with the uh, the waitress. I was like, man, what's what's up with the oxtail? They don't taste the same. And she said the ladies that used to cook. They used to be in the kitchen. They left, man. They got their own place. And uh, they're making oxtail over at their place. And, and so uh, she was like, it's like a lounge slash club restaurant. And uh, they're, they're like two blocks away. So she gave me the, the address. I didn't go that night. But maybe the week later, I went. Now, the week later was New Year's Eve. So I told Yaya, I said, hey. Let's go by this spot, check out their, their spot. Uh, it's a club lounge, it's New Year's Eve coming. And uh, 
we can have an oxtail also knock out uh two birds with one stone right bring in the new year have my oxtail check out a new spot hey why not right so we go and uh, we invite some friends with us too to bring in the new year uh so it's me and yaya and maybe three other couples uh so we go uh not that many people there actually is is the four couples us four couples and maybe two more people you know two more patrons that show up uh like i said it's a brand new spot they don't have the clientele the customer uh base you know i, I guess a lot of people don't know about it you know uh but come to find out they've been open like six months so it was kind of shocking that uh you know no one was really there man all night so but we stayed and had a good time uh tipped them well it was byob had the oxtail it was good man uh, now you know with my personality man i'm not i'm not the life of the party but i guess it was obvious i kind of arranged this gathering and, and these people came because of me. I guess it was obvious. I don't know, uh, but I, I'm not. I'm not the life of the party. But for some reason, uh, the ladies, or maybe it was the way I was just tipping for for the uh, the mixers or the setups, you know. Because like I said, it was BYOB. We, we were not paying for drinks, or maybe it was the cigars I was smoking. I don't know. But for some reason, one of the ladies, uh, one of the two owners. Uh, other establishment came up to me and said uh and she did not know me and said i have a uh i have a uh what's, what's the word a uh an offer i don't want to say offer um it's another word it's slipping my mind but anyway i have an offer for you uh what do you think about owning this place now as a youngster, man, uh, before I, I was even old enough, I was I was in clubs and, and lounges, uh, hole in the walls. Uh, it's always been a dream of mine to own a bar, lounge, nothing big, just uh, something intimate, right? I'm not big on crowds, but just something intimate. I smoke a cigar, but uh, just something intimate. That's that's been a dream of mine, and here it is, an opportunity facing me. This lady just comes up to me. He's like, what do you think about owning this place? And I was like, what, what do you mean? She's like, what do you think about uh, going into business with us? We, we just, we, we've been checking you out. We like how you move. We just, we like how you handle yourself. It's, uh, it's obvious, you know, people will follow you uh, to wherever you're at. You're at. Uh, you know, what, what, do you, what do you think about uh, coming on board with us and, uh, you know, joining joining us and running this place as an owner, and I was like, "Wow, wow, I'm honored." And uh, I said, "Let me think about it. Let me think about it." So we exchanged numbers. Man, the night went on and uh, ended. And so I thought about it for about a week, discussed it with with Yaya. Uh, went back to the lady and said, "Hey, how much money would I have to invest?" And uh, she said, you know, five grand, and we worked out some other, uh, some, some, some other uh, formalities um, within the structure, the business structure. I really can't remember uh, what it was, but, uh, you know, nothing, nothing absurd, uh, you know, uh, basic stuff, 
So you know, I know a little bit, a little bit about contracts, business contracts, especially with the clubbing uh, scene. And so it was, it was nothing outrageous. Uh, and so I said, well, let's do this uh, before we make it official. Uh, let's run a couple events and see how they go and see if we really want to work together before we make it official. Okay, so this was a week after New Year's now. Uh, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, of course, in, in February. Man, I arranged a, a, a Valentine's Day party at this at this uh, at this club, this lounge. Uh, promoted it. Man was on foot, face to face, hand to hand. Uh, this is when I first started really getting on Facebook because I had something to promote. I had purpose, a purpose on being on Facebook. And so got on Facebook, really promoted it. Uh, man, ended up being a great event, man. Packed, packed house. Uh, we made money. Uh, people got paid. Security got paid well. DJ got paid well. Now, granted, the DJ had never gotten paid before me. They already had a DJ. And he had never gotten paid before me. Uh, this was his first time getting paid uh, this event, and uh, I didn't take home anything. But that's okay. You know, everybody got paid. Everybody ate. Uh, we gave away prizes, raffle prizes, some nice one, man, like some nice prizes. Uh, I think a fifty-dollar gift certificate at Papa Do's, uh, uh, spa treatment at uh, Massage Envy. And there was something else. There was something else given away in the raffle. But uh, nice event, man. Nice event. Uh, security, uh, even my cousin was one of the security guards. He even uh, de-escalated a situation that could have gotten out of control between a young man and his girlfriend. Uh, it went. It went well, man. It went well. Uh, now. One of the two ladies I've been business with, unofficial business with at this time. At the end of the night, she felt the way because she the, the necklace she raffled off that she used to make necklaces also uh, was lost or something, and she didn't really get to run the show. I think she felt the way about not really running the show. But I organized this thing. Like I, I'm the one who put the most money into it. Now she did decorate the place for that night. Superb job in the decorations, man. Like really. But uh I put the most money into this event and uh I did all the lead work. She didn't know any of these people that showed up, man. I really didn't know a lot of the people, but just word of mouth and people that knew me knew people and it was a packed house, man. It went well. Now um so that was weird to me, man. She was actually crying. Like it was it was weird in front of the, the people who were part of the event. It was weird. Uh, can't forget about Munch. So I went in somewhat of a partnership with Munch. Uh, he knew a lot of people in the area. So and he got paid too. Man, he got a cut too. Everybody got a cut except me and uh, except me and, and the young lady who you know the co-owner. But that's how it be sometimes, man. You gotta you gotta build up the establishment. You know, get the Get the custom base built up. Get the the, the uh, get the people's attention to know that hey, we're out here. We got a nice spot, and but you got to pay your people 
who work with you or in conjunction with you, man, helping you out. You got to pay the people, man. You got to pay security. You got to pay the DJ. You got to pay people. And everybody got paid except me. But I know how this works. You know, it's not my, my first time in business. First time in the club business, per se, but not in business. So I know how this works. My people are going to get paid and going to eat before me. And uh, she just couldn't understand that, man. I, I didn't get it. But everybody was happy except her. Uh, like I said, I spent a lot of money, but I knew, hey man, I'm gonna get this back on the back end once this, this uh, custom base, customer base builds. It's all gonna pay off because we did our thing tonight, man. People are still, t man, this this four or five years later, man, people still randomly come up to me that was at that party and, and say how good of a time they had. And uh, yeah, that's how, that's how well it went. And I knew, I knew that's how it would go. But anyway, uh, you know, things go on. I I create another event. Uh, meet, I see a lady on Facebook doing her thing, spoken word, poetry. So I reach out to her on Facebook. And uh, I say, uh, I ask her, what about us holding an event every Tuesday at my spot? A spoken word slash poetry event on Tuesdays. Uh, so she had a big following. Uh, I'll get her cut of the door. Um, you know, but this is another way to build, you know, uh, the customer base, get us out there, uh, get us some visibility. And uh, we can go up on price over time because this is the happening spot. A lot of girls, a lot of women, female, sorry, females love poetry, spoken word. Wherever the women are, man, the guys will follow. And uh, that's just the way, it, the way it goes. And so, man, like I knew, this was a big event, man. Tuesdays was a hit right off the bat, man. It was a hit. Uh, man, uh, this thing was a hit, bro. Uh, it went well. Ladies were coming out. Fellas were following. Uh, people didn't mind, um, you know, coming out. You know, we did have some clashing over the uh, the food, you know, because, like I said, there's there's two ladies I'm in business with, right? One kind of runs the business somewhat. She and I runs the business side. One, although she's in business with us, she's more on the kitchen side. She's a cook. And she can cook, man. She's the one behind the oxtail. Now, I try to get her to understand, like, like man, uh, uh, even Valentine's night party and uh, the Tuesday event, the Spoken Word Tuesday event, she really wanted to showcase her culinary skills. But uh, with this heavy food, and which is it's good, but I'm trying to tell her, like, people are not really trying to eat like that on Valentine's Day night or on a Tuesday night. Just have, like, some chicken wings, maybe some nachos, some finger foods, right, some dip, salsa, chips and dip, things like that, maybe some queso. But people are not trying to eat like a full course meal. That's too heavy. It's not really gonna sell. Even though it's good food, she can definitely cook, man. And it didn't sell well. And so she had attitude, but she didn't, she didn't wanna listen. You know, uh, here I am, man, in business with two women. They don't wanna listen, bro. And uh, I found out that they really wanted to be in business with me because they saw how people were attracted to me 
but they also saw I had a little bread, and they also saw me as a masculine presence, you know, my masculine energy that needed to be there to bring order if anything got out of hand. And I actually had to do that a couple of times. And so they were, uh, they were using me, which is not a bad thing. We all want to be used, but they were misusing me, right? They were misusing me, and you don't want to be misused. So this was the first red flag. Now, uh, we went on. We're having the Tuesdays, Tuesday night events, the spoken word. And uh, here we are, you know, at this time, man, we're probably three, four months in. And she's wanted me to sign, one of the ladies wanted me to sign the contract to make it official. But there's a few red flags up. My intuition is kicking in. Like, man, something ain't right. So to test her, I'm like, okay, uh, let me see the lease agreement on this place. How much are we paying uh, a month? Because I've given money towards rent and utilities. Uh, but I'm just going on what she's saying. There's not an official contract. So I'm just trying to fill it out. But I'm going to do my part as far as the money. No problem. But I'm not going to sign anything until I feel good. So I said, let me see the lease agreement, the contract we have with the, uh, the realtor or the, the managing company to rent this space out. Let me see that. Um, man, she gave me the run around, run around. But she's still throwing this contract in my face, wanting me to sign. And, man, time is going by. I'm putting money into the patio. Man, we got the patio decked out how we want it uh, so we can smoke on the patio, things like that. Uh, she's t constantly putting this contract in my face. I'm like, let me see the lease agreement, the rental lease agreement. Okay, she finally gives me a contract that she supposedly has with the leasing, leasing company. And I can tell that it's been altered. The, the, the monthly rent amount has been altered. And it's, it's obvious, it's been altered. I won't tell you the price. She says uh, we pay, but that's not the price. That's not the amount that uh, we've been charged in actuality. So I go, no, nah, I don't trust this. I was like, something's, been altered, but Mount has been altered on this contract. And she was like, uh, I can put you on the phone with my attorney and, you know, she'll, she'll let you know. Like, there's, there's, there's nothing. She'll let you know. So I said, cool. So she calls the attorney. She calls her attorney on three-way. Now, she does not let the attorney know I'm on the phone. So I just stay quiet. I'm listening. She doesn't make an introduction. She just starts talking to this attorney. And she goes, whatever the lady's name is, the attorney's name is, X, Y, Z. Would you show someone the leasing agreement or show them everything you got going on with the business if you wanted to go into business with them? I don't even know why she asked that question. The lady said, the attorney said no. But she only, not only did she say no, she said no because... They may not like what they see. They may, they may decide not to go into business with you. Oh, man, that was the last red flag. Man, that lady got off the phone so fast because she was not expecting her attorney to say that. She got off the phone, and, man, I was just like, I was laughing inside. And 
she was like, she she couldn't really say nothing, man. It was dead silent. I said, see, this is why I didn't sign the contract. There's something, something ain't right. Uh, and uh, I said, yeah, we can't, we can't do business. I'm out. You know, I, I'll come up there and uh, give you the keys uh, tonight. Uh, but yeah, we, we're done. And uh, after I gave her the keys, man, that night, she called me, man, several days in a row, apologizing, wanting to do business, saying she would be on the up and up this time. And uh, I was like, nah, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. But some other things that happened too, man. Yaya and the other lady, the, the lady works in the kitchen, they had clashed. But I won't go into that. Uh, it was a few other red flags, but that was the last one, man. That was the last straw. And if I had not listened to my intuition, man, I would have been locked into a contract with this lady. Man, that could have messed up uh, my credit, uh, my my name, everything, man. I would have been into contract with a criminal, with a dishonest person. And I'm telling you, man, I had... Uh, Infinity, a, a deep need, a want, maybe not need, but a want to be in the club business, in the lounge business. Man, ever since I was a teenager, I wanted a small lounge. And uh, if I had moved just on emotion and signed that contract, man, I would have been locked in. And, and being in contract, being in business with someone, is like being married to them. It's a marriage. You're in contract. A, a marriage is a contract. And so being in business with someone, officially is being married to them uh it's hard to get out of easy to get into hard to get out of and those are not the kind of people man i want to be married to uh, so i'm glad i listened to my intuition it protected me even though my five senses were led by emotion something i've been wanting for years uh i did spend some money that's okay the money could be replaced uh but I wasn't locked in, right? We were dating, so to speak. We were dating, we were courting, some money was spent, right? That's what happens when you're dating court, some money was spent, but the big money ain't spent, and you're not in contract, you didn't get married, so you dodged the bullet, like I dodged the bullet. And uh, listen to your intuition. I'm telling you, man, listen to your intuition, that inner spirit, the inner force, it will always protect you. But also, you gotta put out good energy energy uh treat people well and it'll come back to you man uh i treated her well i treated the other partner well i treated the people that that did work for me well you know they got paid the dj told me when i left when i disconnected from them he said man wherever you're going wherever you you start your next club or lounge i'm following you and he knew them before he knew me he was working at that spot before i came on board but he said i'm gonna follow you Wherever you go, the security, they said, man, wherever you go, we're there. Bro, people wanted to follow me and work for me because I treated them well. I paid them well. Uh, they ate before I ate. And, uh, you know, they were willing to leave her, man, because she wasn't on the up and up. But anyway, yeah, follow your intuition, man. No matter what, go with your gut. Trust that inner force always, man, and it will protect you. Man, I got a bunch of stories uh, like that, but this is just one. But trust me, man, you won't regret it. Follow your intuition. 
peace, love.